golf Edgerton, Wisconsin's Steve Stricker broke Tiger Woods' record for consecutive rounds at par or better in a PGA-sanctioned event. Earlier today, he wins the 2023 American Family Championship in Madison. WTMJ Johnson & Sons paving time-saver traffic all clear across the system right now. No incidents, no delays uh, are across the system. 94 West from the Marquette to the Zoo at 7, the Zoo to Highway 16 at 10, 4145 southbound, Highway Q to the Zoo, all clear through the construction, a 14-minute trip there, 43 northbound from Marquette to Good Hope, 8 minutes, and 94 southbound, Marquette to Layton, 7 minutes. Traffic is sponsored by Trees on the Move. From planning to planting, it's Trees on the Move. We all look forward to outdoor living in Wisconsin. From planning to planting and everything in between, now is the perfect time to let Trees on the Move beautify your landscape. The WTMJ forecast, mainly clear overnight, windy and cool, low all the way down to 48. Partly cloudy, breezy Monday, a slight chance for showers, high of 70. Cloudy on Tuesday, windy, there's another chance for showers, high of 65. Cloudy Wednesday, high of 76. And then partly cloudy Thursday, high of 72 by the lake and 80 inland. Right now in Madison, 55 degrees in Green Bay, 54 in Waukesha, 52. Here in Milwaukee, currently 53 degrees. I'm Patrick Kane, citing unlimited WTMJ News Time 706. Perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue. Here's Dr. Ken Harris and Denise Thomas. You are listening to Everybody the Truth Segment on WTMJ 620. This is your co-host, DT, the Effective Communication Coach. And I have the privilege of sharing the next two hours with you with the intellectual, articulate, informative, only fact-based... <laughs> Dr. Ken Harris, why are you covering your mouth, Dr. Ken? Because I'm not saying anything. Why are you not saying anything? You're making me nervous. I feel like I'm saying something wrong. I'm being Happy silly. Happy Sunday. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Thank you all so much for tuning in. Now, Dr. Ken, you know I, I always get the truth talking text line mixed up with the old National Bank talking text line. So I'm going to rely on you heavily for that with our listeners most importantly, thank you for making the time to tune in. There's a lot going on. You're probably getting your week started. We could not be more excited to have you here listening to us. We've got a lot of great topics today to share with you and also invite you to join in. And again, the old National Bank Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old like Denise. Ha! Gotcha yes. on that one. Gotcha you on did. That you beat me to the punch. I got you on that one. Gotcha. So Ken, yes, ma'am. I, I'm just, I'm just gonna get straight to you, it. You, you, you know, you, you, you know, you know, you're old enough for me to say, "Ma'am," right? No, I'm not. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I'm 22. Yes, ma'am. Really? <laughs> well, right. I'm just gonna get straight to it because I know we're gonna have like 20 trillion breaks during our show. <laughs> True. Uh, look, I was going to say true, Truth Nation. WTMJ value listeners. Well, technically, they are part of the Truth Nation for these two this hours. This is true because it is the truth segment. It's the truth Thank on that, TMJ. So, yeah. All right, here, here we go. 
let's just face the facts. And I don't like to be Debbie Downer. I don't like to be negative Nancy. Mm-hmm. But let's just face the facts. Mm-hmm. We live in an insanely violent society. To the point, even though there's way more good, Dr. Ken, than there are bad in this world, the fact that the headline that you shared says the latest shared revenue bill requires 25 police officers at Milwaukee schools is a reminder that whether you are left, whether you are right, whether you are liberal, whether you are conservative, we live in such an insanely violent society that we have to go back. And and let me just be clear, because I know some people are going to be like, well, that's Milwaukee. That's Milwaukee public schools. Of course, mm. they need more police officers. Let me be clear. You and I both know, Dr. Ken, this is not an isolated situation. This happens across all types of school districts, suburban, rural, urban, whatever. We live in an insanely violent society. But here's the problem with that. To my knowledge, Milwaukee has never had a shooting at a public or private school that involved multiple victims. In other words, there have been no mass shootings in Milwaukee. None. Zero. So this this false dichotomy of comparing, you know, this versus that when we haven't had any. And when you look at the schools where they did occur, all of them, and I hear it now, well, you're going to make it race. It happened in predominantly white suburban areas. Although Milwaukee public school systems have not had a mass shooting, and I'm, I'm doing the air quotes, I'm okay with this Oh, absolutely. Decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. In terms of finally we can take some preventative measures versus reacting after, you know, innocent children have been murdered. Right. All over the country. All over the world. All over the country. I'm okay with a preventative measure versus reacting. Uh, And I, and I don't, like I said, I don't care what side you're on. And I definitely don't care what race that you identify with. This is not a race issue. This is a matter again of the fact, not the feeling, but the fact that wherever you are in terms of your political discourse, there is a, a hateful rhetoric that has poured so much violence, hatred, division, and ultimately poison into every aspect of our lives. And when I say every aspect, I'll say this, Dr. Ken, yesterday, you know, I was running some errands, went to the grocery store, went to the gas station. I'm at the point now, Dr. Ken, wherever I go outside of my home, I'm looking behind my shoulder. I'm looking to see what's going on. I don't have the comfort of just feeling safe when I go to pump gas or when I go to the grocery store or when I go to the shopping mall. It's always, is somebody going to come in here and shoot us all? And before we go to break... How, answer this, how long have you felt that way? I would say uh, in terms of giving you the most accurate answer, probably since the 
mass shooting that took place in the Buffalo, New York mm. grocery store. Okay. Okay. For me. Now, I know some of you are probably saying, so Denise, it didn't start when you saw, you know, the innocent children getting shot in the school. It, it definitely started. But in terms of me actively being concerned to the point where before I even get out my car, I'm looking around. I walk into the, you know, the public facility and I'm just taking observations. Yeah, probably about when did that happen? That was in 2021. Givaldi? No, a, um, Buffalo, New York. Buffalo. The grocery I store. I, where I the, thought it was the last band, year, the, but let me. Let was it last year? Check. Okay. Yeah. I mean, years are so fluid now since pandemic. I'm just like, what year was that? But yes. Because as a. 2022, just, just May, May 14th. Just, just hear me when I say this, Dr. Cannon. Hear me when I say this, WTMJ listeners. Because I, I just need for you to just remove yourself from your point of view and just be empathetic right now. You know, I it, it, it hurt and it hit the most with the Buffalo, New York grocery store shopping, or excuse me, grocery store. I think it's Tom's or Tops because that individual targeted black people in a grocery store where my mother... At the at the age of blah, 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 she'll kill me if I say her age. She goes to the grocery store every day, sometimes multiple times a day. Well, she's so only 25 years old. I mean, you know, you're <laughs> 22. She's 25. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yes, right. that's how we get down in southern Indiana. You know, we just. Yep. But <laughs> that's when it really I was like, wow. Yeah. So when we come back. How important is it to have 25 police officers throughout the city? No, knowing that with the number of high schools we have, it's going to be only at those schools where they perceive or have data that shows there's a problem or a potential problem. And we'd be lying to ourselves if we said that many of those schools were not predominantly black. The problem is if you take a step back, Other than fights, there haven't been a lot of issues in Northside schools. Matter of fact, the last time I remember somebody getting arrested at a school for trying to come back there was on the south side, the far south side. So how do you how do you define? I know we got to go to break. So mm -hmm. when we come back from break, Dr. Ken, I and I'm sure a number of our listeners would 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 appreciate understanding what is your definition of disruption in the school? Because for me. Fights mm -hmm. are just as significant as a mass shooting. Physical, violent fights at school right. are just as significant. Right. That's true. That is true. And we'll look at that and more. You can hit us on the Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Give us a call. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. She is Denise Thomas. This is The Truth on TMJ. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris, Denise Thomas. Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Sunday night. TJ from Columbus, you're on the new, the great, the magnanimous Truth on TMJ. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good, good. 
I just I just wanted to comment on the statement that was made just before the commercial break. And I'm not I'm not here to argue. I don't you know I'm not. I just want more information um, in terms of like a school fighting being just as significant as a school shooting. Now, obviously, I'm not I'm not condoning like fighting. But I wouldn't like put that in the same lines as a school shooting. Like if if you look at like hockey, right? The refs allow the players to fight because they don't want them to like injure a guy, to paralyze a guy in play. So they let all of their animosity, their heat, their heat out in a fight, right? So kids that fight, they're letting it all out. They're not coming back the next day with a gun shooting. And people that fight in school. They're not killing people. Some some guy brings a gun to school. He's killing them. How is that? How is that in the same lines as a school fight where kids are upset because someone beat him at Fortnite? TJ, thank you so much for your your question, and thank you so much for listening and calling in. Let me first clarify that I did not say that fighting is the same or just as significant as a mass shooting. What I said was, and and also let me preface this, TJ, don't ever be uh, reserved about stating your opinion, thinking that it's going to be an argument. What I love about what you and I are doing right now is what's most necessary, and that is having an exchange. Whether you and I disagree or not, it doesn't need to be an argument. So first, let me clarify and hope hope that you understand that you have every right to disagree with anything that anyone says. Secondly, let me clarify. I am not saying that fighting is something that, you know, should be compared to a mass shooting. What I am saying is that I appreciate knowing that the Milwaukee public schools will have a police presence because just as there are mass shootings, violence, i.e. fighting in schools. And TJ, I don't know what age you are, what generation you come from, but when I was in school, and I'm 47, so I attended school in the 80s and the mid through the mid-90s. And at that time, based on my experience, you could fight and then be mad and come back to school and just keep it keep it pushing. Nowadays, it is, oh, we fought. Now I'm going to come back tomorrow and potentially bring a gun and shoot people. Violence is, it is real. It's significant. And I have not seen where kids are just going to the monkey bars at 3 o'clock and punching and then wiping their hands and, and moving forward. To me, what I've seen is that because there is so much acceptance of violence in the school, and then you go to your home and you're exposed to even more violence, which then results in trauma, which then results in, you know what, I'm just going to take a gun and shoot. So, TJ, again, I don't know how old you are. I don't know what generation you come from. But if you look at the number of mass shootings that are occurring in school, every time there's a mass shooting, either the parent of the, of the child that perpetuated the act of the mass shooting or people around them always say, TJ, they were demonstrating some suspicious or unordinary behavior. So I am happy that they are being pre- – taking preventative measures in terms of starting where 
it often ignites the mass shootings, which is violence, whether it's fighting, whether it's bringing a knife and pointing out the teacher. So that's what I meant. But thank you again for your 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 question and your comment. Eight five five six one six one six twenty is the old National Bank talking text line. I I I I understand what it was he was saying because every school has fights. Every school has you know those types of things. But the fighting that took place in what was it, Wabatosa East or West, where the whole you know parents came in and they were in a fight. Those types of things should never happen. Um, we, we have a generation that's emotional about things that we used to not be emotional about. Like, like there, there was no emotion in your child had words with another child, like for a parent to come in and intercede for a, for a juvenile, a child in an elementary school, middle school or high school with another student who had words, didn't fight, had words, it's foreign to me. And it's dangerous. Well, that's not what that's not the version that I heard. Oh, no, the no, no. mother the mother said that her daughter so put now now Dr. Ken, you have two daughters, okay? Put your dad hat on for a second. Because what what was so interesting is that the media kept playing the footage right. over and over again of right. where you saw a parent fighting high school students but what was not necessarily understood and again i'm not condoning violence but as a parent you have your child coming to school every day saying the school is not protecting me the teachers are not protecting me i am getting bullied and physically beat up jumped right, right. as we call it so of course i would have done the, no, let no, me no. be clear I, dr ken let me just say this and tj i would have done the same thing if you as a teacher if you as an administration of the school superintendent principal vice principal cannot protect my child right. from getting physically assaulted day after day after day to where the point where she doesn't even want to go to school oh yeah i'm going to take matters into my own hand i'm going to protect as a mother as a parent i'm going to protect my child while i she under- just walk up in that school well, hang on, hang on. while i understand that take your take your kid out of school just remove your kid out of school. Okay. Don't let, let your let child me go say, to school. Let me, let me no, just say this is my point. Again, you made your point. I get it. You made okay. your point. I get it. But at some point, I'm going to take care of my child and I'm pulling my child out of the school. But when we come back after the news, we'll we'll chop it up and some more. And you say that I, as a sane person. You don't know what that mother was going through. But okay. Oh, I understand. Okay. I'm, I'm, it's I'm so just, easy to say that from your ivory tower. But you don't I'm not know in what an ivory tower. I've going. been in the schools, in the fights with the parents. So. Okay. 855-616-1620. We'll be right back. Then news and some some guy named Pat. What's it? The Patrick. Um, 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 Abel's brother. Yeah. Kane. Welcome back Welcome to the back. truth on WTMJ. So first of all. 855-616-1620. That's what I said. Trying to tell me I said the wrong number. I would never say the wrong number. Nah. Because Dr. Denise Ken is Thomas? perfect. No, I didn't say perfect. I'm just average. Oh, oh, 
Wait a minute. Evan, can you record this? Say it again, Dr. Ken. Denise, you're, you're just what? Denise is breaking up. I can't hear her. What? Oh, but Evan can. Hey, hey, can you hey, record that? Hello. Hello. Dr. The podcast said. will be posted hello. shortly after the show. Can Thank you can follow it on po- uh, Spotify or Wi-Fi Apple. just went down. The whole so internet. So we, we the do have Dr. Cra- Ken. The internet just crashed. Recorded as saying that he, hello. he said it out of his mouth. He is just average. Okay, bet. Hello. I just wanted to make sure that we got that The internet line. just crashed. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. So I was sending you that text because it dawned on me, like, before I had read the story and the 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 highway in Philadelphia, Highway 95 is like everything. You, like to get in and out of Philly, you need Highway 95, right? You travel the East Corridor. And I thought the truck was on top of the highway and it fell. You know, and I'm like, wow, let me, you know, before I do that, I, I sent you a text. Yeah, did you hear about the Philadelphia truck and the highway? And I go and read the story, and I went, like, my usual, like, wait, what? Like, the, so there was a fire underneath the highway. And it burned so hot that the road collapsed? Yeah, I- I, I mean, it's again, as I as I had shared and I am not educated within the infrastructure right. projects development. But I do know that, you know, over the past, I would say two years, because there was another incident and I believe it was California mm-hmm. where a, a bridge collapsed over a major interstate and so it's obvious that there are some infrastructure opportunities because that, again, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. If y'all listening, let me know anybody who's who's professional and that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't I'm laugh. just saying that, shouldn't that shouldn't laugh, have happened. I'm, I'm talking me, about they said over 160,000 cars a day. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like that should not have happened. Mm. Okay. So. 2023. It's going to be interesting to see. Minus um, 1964 is when they opened up the uh-huh. interstates. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're traveling on a 59, 60 year piece of metal that's been sitting there and getting driven over tie rods in the. Oh my gosh. Exactly. And again, like you said, over how many people travel across that? 160,000. That's a lot. That's a lot of weight. Every day, all day. But it's made to take live load and dead load, right? Dead load is when you're at a complete stop, right? And it has to take that weight and it's distributed. And then live load is it's just driving back and forth. Exactly. But the fire was underneath it. That's the weird part. So what kind of aged concrete and steel? You're asking all the right questions. <laughs> that Dr. you had Kidd. a petroleum fire and it just, okay, we're done. And it implodes. I, you know and what, what about it, Milwaukee? The, I was I was just going to say um, when I drive across like the Hone Bridge, mm-hmm. I don't go by Hone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't even <laughs> take Dr. that Kenneth, anymore. This is not funny. Don't make me laugh. I don't take the Hone Bridge anymore. Ever since that I section do. fell out, remember that? I do. I do because mm-hmm. I do remember, nope. and I do take Evan the Hone can Bridge drive it. I'm not driving because it because that's the quickest way to get to the airport. And you and I both utilize the Milwaukee Airport numerous times throughout. Um, the week when you're coming from downtown, yeah. 
Well, I live downtown when I'm in Milwaukee. I drive around. I'm not. <laughs> I am not. I well, am not. I, mean, I refuse to take the home bridge. 94? Can we ask how old is 94? You know, where the uh, – oh, I can't even recall the exit. So, like, if you're going to decide whether to go on – um, 94 or 45 or 43, that part, and you get on 94 versus taking the home bridge, how many years old is that? Mm. I, bottom care. line is care. that across the country, <laughs> there are some significant highway and interstate opportunities where they, and I'm just going to be grammatically incorrect, they ain't getting a lot of love. And the reality is that, to your point, a yeah, significant 60 years number, of not getting love? Hey, a significant number of people, commuters, drive across these 60, 70-year-old bridges, highways, and interstates every day. Now, have you – I know you do because you're from southern Indiana, right? Mm-hmm. Have you driven um, the Skyway in Chicago into Indiana? Yes. At 106th Street, where it goes so – High in the air. Very scary. The only other bridge that scared me and reminded me of it was leaving um, outside of Hamilton when you're headed south and you're going into the United States, into Rochester, New York. They have a suspended bridge that is the most terrifying thing I've ever been on. That reminds me of it. And I think to myself every day, what if this thing falls? But it happened oh, in I Philly. I think that all the time. Every time I, I walk or run or drive across any type of bridge. I'm like, <laughs> am I going to be the person that is the straw that breaks the camels? I mean, again, it's not funny, but it's like you got to you gotta laugh to keep from crying. I'm like, am I going to be the straw that broke the camel's back when All I right. walk across or when I drive across? Well, well you real. see, Locust Street is completely shut down. So I, I, I go over, I take Locust, and I get to 7th Street, 7th, 8th. The eighth, eighth Street, because I'm trying to cross over and get on the expressway to go north on I-43, it's closed. Mm-hmm. Like the whole bridge is closed, so I have to go south. And you can't get on at North Avenue; it's closed. And northbound on North Avenue, closed. Locust closed. I'm like, so if you live in the city, on the black side of the city, how do you even get on the expressway? I had to drive all the way south, come all the way over to. King Drive and go up to Port Washington Road to get and on the we're so glad that you did, Dr. Ken, because that way you're here live in the studio. And not at the bottom of it. And not at the exactly. bottom of it. So Mm-mm. thank you for taking yeah, that not, extra not, responsibility so that um, your valued, dedicated listeners could hear you today. Um that's, that's all I got for you because, again, I don't sign any checks the Department of Transportation, the Department of Highway Infrastructure. I don't have any any push, any influence. All oh, I can yeah. do is every time I drive across or walk across any bridge. Mm-hmm. When we come back. Say, man, I hope I'm not the one. I, I don't. I'm, I'm just I'm just not walking across any bridges. That's easy. When we come back, I want to I want to talk about the Supreme Court's decision regarding Alabama and a major victory that expressed. Some optimism, and, and I have a question about that, the, the lopsided um, under, understanding of that particular thing. And it had to do with, um, well, we'll just talk about it when we come back. And I, I want to really jump in it because 
it was a redistricting case. And we've had all those fights here in Wisconsin over the years. And the Supreme Court finally had a decision that actually protected voting rights. You're listening to Truth on TMJ, Old National Bank, talking text line 855-616-1620. If you heard about this Alabama redistricting, can that happen here in Wisconsin? Will it, would it ever happen here in Wisconsin? Or are we just, I don't know, dreaming? This is The Truth on WTMJ. I saw you over there trying to dance. Trying? Trying to dance. Are you, are Nobody you does that wave to... thing anymore. Like, what, what is that? Okay, so <laughs> WTMJ listeners, I was not waving. Would you like to... Are you, are you challenging me to a dance-off? Yes, I am. Dr. K, don't do that to yourself. Yes, I you am. Know, you, you as a senior citizen, we don't want to trigger any type of cardio. Me on my bad day is better than you on your best day. Anytime Evan, you, you ready, anytime you ready and want to rock, let me know. Dr. Ken, you do know the age difference between you and I, correct? I know it very well. Good, better, best. Okay. So let me ask you this. When's the last time you ran without stopping uh, more than a mile without stopping? When was the last time you ran more than a mile without stopping carrying 30 pounds of equipment on you? Because I have. And I probably did that maybe a year ago. I asked you. I I just told you. I just answered your question about a year ago. A year ago? Um, Oh, yeah. And let's see. I still weigh more than you. Along with heavy equipment, doesn't mean you're stronger wearing. than me. Just because oh, it you does. weigh more than me doesn't it does. mean you're strong. No, it, it does, does not. Anytime you want to do because it, because you're 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 you weigh more because than me. Because I weigh stronger more than, than you. Me. I am stronger than you. Anytime well, first you want to go for. We're it. talking about a dance off, so you're I don't the one mean brought like, up strength. Okay, I, I got to no, go to my strength. I ask you, when's the last time you ran a mile without stopping? I didn't ask you about your strength, but I'm saying that just because you weigh more than me does not qualify you being stronger than me. You really, really want to test that? I I want to test the fact that Not, I could outdance you, outdance you any day, okay. any day. All right. All right. My cardiovascular health. Okay. <laughs> I guarantee you is stronger okay. than yours because I'm in the gym at least. At and I ain't let talking about. Oh, let me just a little little. Let me fluffy. help you with something. I I do it all. I let strength help train. I do cardio. Okay. Right. Old age and treachery beats out youth and exuberance. Every time you see these guns, you see these gun show. That's not a gun and show. A, look, look, that's at not that. a gun show. That's okay. a pellet. That's da- a pellet. Ain't no gun. It's a pellet. Dance off whenever you're ready. All right. Dance off challenge. All right, Evan. We got to put together some dance off music. And I'm gonna take it easy on you, because I don't want your wife and your daughters crying at me. Oh my God, you made our dad and her husband pass out. I'd be like, he was the one writing checks. He couldn't cash. I watch just it. showed up. Watch, watch it. Watch, watch it like this. <laughs> if I fall out, I'm falling on you. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, along with... The effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, Old National Bank. Talking text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get Denise. I I mean, get old. 
<laughs> the dance-off is coming, y'all, and we will have live footage. Dance. See, right there, it lets me dance. know that I'm going to have to, dance. like, really dummy my dancing skills down just to give you at least. Dummy down? I'm gonna Are your legs long down. enough to actually, like, do a step? I or have do Tina you need... Turner legs. Thank you very much. No, no, much. I don't say whether or not. I don't say how they look. I say how they move. They like, move like are they are they like is your is your stride feel, long enough to? I feel, to, I feel a little it, bad for you, Doctor Kid. I'm just I'm just I know how bad it's going to be, and humiliating it's going to be for you. But see, the beauty in mouth. between you and me is that I'm not afraid to lose. Oh, I don't like to lose at all. See, I, I haven't been talking any trash. I haven't been. I just said let's do it, and you've been going Losing on this. I feel option. so sorry for you. I feel so this. I feel so. Well, Nobody that's care. part of it. Part Nobody of being a winner feel. is trash talk. It's a mind game. But you got to actually win it's the Jedi. first. You got to win first. I have no. You gonna put your Jedi that. intelligence against my Jedi intelligence? So let me ask you a question: How are we going what, to judge whoa. this dance off? I don't How know. How are we going to judge this I don't dance know. off? I think we should do it in a window down here at the avenue and let other people show up and judge us. Now that I agree with you, let's do it. But we ain't Just giving nothing me. away. We ain't, we ain't, <laughs> <laughs> you just tell me no where. You just tell me when. Okay. We already have established the where. You just okay. tell me when. Okay. Ooh, I feel, man, I'm gonna feel so bad for you, but I'm not because. But I'm not afraid to. I'm not afraid to fail. And that trust trust me, you will. When the other person stars, <laughs> I applaud it. Okay. It isn't the victory after all. Fight that a brother makes. A man when driven look, against look, the wall with the head held high, bleeding and bruised, and This is a man who wins. Listen and faith. Listen. He defied for he isn't afraid to fail. That's, that's why what, I ain't worried about that's it. That's what losers say when they know they're going to lose. Just listen. Wow. It. Okay. Somebody wasn't listening. Uh, 855-616-1620, the old national Denise line. Um, get Den- <laughs> All right. With old national bank call, call you and be like, y'all Old national up bank on- talking text line is 855-616-1620. Y'all, y'all, y'all hear hollering at me? 1620, old national bank, get old. Get Denise. Get um. So before the break, I, I, I wanted to I wanted to go over this story that broke on Thursday and Friday. Black leaders from across the country are hailing Thursday's Supreme Court ruling to uphold a key voting rights law in Alabama as a major victory while also expressing cautious optimism about what comes next. It's difficult for me to hear people call the. Supreme Court conservative, which it is, but then when it passes something because they follow the rule of law, instead of saying it's a good ruling, they're cautiously optimistic. The case Allen v. Milligan is largely seen as a ruling in favor of black voters after the Supreme Court sided with the district court in their previous decision to withdraw, I'm sorry, to redraw Alabama's Republican heavy congressional district map in an effort to abide by the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Alabama Republicans lost their mind. So black people are 27% of the voting strength there, but they, they still, like, decided that they couldn't have their own. We got to divide this up. So we're still the majority in the one district that they have. And Supreme Court went, uh, no, if it's a, if it's, we don't care what the majority of the population is. They're the majority. They get to say, you don't get to strike it just because it's black. And so I thought it was great that the Supreme Court struck down 
and and even after the Shelby County and Holder decision that basically gutted the Civil Rights Act of 1965, they came back and said, no, we, we, we think you need to put that back in and tell people that it's predominantly black. They have a right to have it predominantly black, and you can't change it just because you don't like it. Dr. Ken, I am so disappointed by a statement you just made about 30 seconds ago. What I say? You said, and I'm paraphrasing because I know how you are very, you don't, you don't get why black folks are still expressing cautious optimism, just even though the, the Supreme Court ruled. You, I can. That, that surprises you? I say, but they won. Take the win. How? Houseway. <laughs> Here's they the thing. Take the win. Black Americans in this country have witnessed I, I, constitutional law. I get it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because I was like. I get it. Well, you made the statement because I'll give you a very, very recent example. But we got to go to break. The, Ooh, let, Evan, let me just say this. Okay, seriously, <laughs> we come yeah. back. I'm gonna I'm gonna just give you uh, multiple reasons on why black people justifiably still should be cautious even after this ruling by the Supreme Court. When we when we come back, we'll we'll find out why. Yes, we will. And if you agree, disagree, you have any comments, hit us on the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. She is Denise Thomas, the effective communication coach. And great cardiovascular to. health, by the way. <laughs> she said legs, too, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm done. We'll be right back. Perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue. Here's Dr. Ken Harris and Denise Thomas. Yeah, Dr. Ken, stop bullying me. (laughs) Quit bullying me, Dr. Ken. Did you you read this close? Did you read this close? yeah. Actually, I mean, you're bullying me. Here's the thing. You're you're bullying me. But you know what? I, I I'm being sarcastic because I know the person was directing you that comment to me. But, but here's the here's the thing that that just amazes and then Patrick Kane just reads the news and then leaves. I'm standing I'm sitting in here crying my eyes out. Right. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate you. So as the effective yeah, communication coach, I take great pride in trash talking and bullying people. No, and huh. helping people understand. Uh, the textbook definition, and I'm going to actually take it there, but be, would you, but let would me you just please? read the definition of a bullying. Bullying, a blustering, browbeating person, especially one who is habitually cruel, insulting, or threatening to others who are weaker, smaller, or in some way vulnerable, tormented by the bully. Now, before we even, and I don't even like to entertain ignorance, but I'm going to go ahead and do it just because I'm in a good mood. But you have to entertain ignorance because ignorance means you don't know. So educate them. I I find it interesting. (laughs) As a black woman, as a black woman, I'm accused of bullying a grown six foot five man. I guarantee you if my name was Becky, 
I had blonde hair and blue eyes, that comment would have not been made. But because I'm a black woman, articulate, educated, and have a strong opinion, I'm a bully, which is exactly the reason why the white woman who shot the young black woman in front of her four children was arrested and released on bond after murdering the black woman. It is interesting how this caller was so quick to say that I'm bullying you, Dr. Ken. First of all, me and Dr. Ken are great friends. But, and, and I'm not six foot five either. Well, you're tall. It just seems like Dr. it because, you know, short people. Dr. Ken and I, let me just clarify some things. We are great <laughs> friends. He and I talk often online. I know his wife. I know his daughters. So there is no way that even in that aspect, I could bully Dr. Ken. Textbook yes, definition could. or not. I'm Secondly, <laughs> Dr. Ken. I'm crying. Now, as far as what you tell your children that play sports, go for it. I don't ever tell somebody how to raise their kids. But you need to be very careful about how you describe someone. Because if this had been a serious situation and you would have called the police and said she's – it would have been no question. I would have, Quit using these words like bullying, attacked, because it's a serious accusation. And stop saying and you, that you're being disrespected when, in fact, there's no law against that. Exactly, because uh, oh, me yeah. and Dr. Ken are literally <laughs> close friends. And here you come from the left talking about uh, bullying. Uh, trash talking is a form of bullying to you. To you it is. How is it a form? No, stop. And when you Stop. How is it a form of bullying? Trash please talking? Take up for, every please take basketball up for player, every football player, every professional sports player, Serena Dr. Williams. It, what? Dr. Ken. Dr. Ken, I am telling you right now, based on the fact that I've been a black woman for 47 years, that caller knows exactly who I am. Nonsense. Knows my identity. Knows and knows and because here it is, this black girl is talking trash. Bully, bully, bully. Man, get out of here with that. I, Dr. I, Ken is my friend. He is my brother. And we love each other very much. And we were having an exchange that you know was a joke, but you took it there. Bye. Next topic. Let's go, Ken. I'm not playing games Denise, in 2020 Denise, through these Denise, people, man. Denise, I need you to take a step back and say how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he, first of all, this person's identity, they could just do that keyboard and just say, oh, oh yeah. you're a bully. Keyboard That's a serious bandit. accusation. That's a keyboard I'm bully. Not a bully. It's a keyboard bully. I do not. Matter of fact, you're bullying me, calling me a bully. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Man, go ahead on with that. Okay. That's what bullies do when people bully them. You just delete. And, and look, and, okay. and the textbook, look, and the person that used the word obviously is not familiar with the textbook definition. That's why I always go. You looked at me wrong, so you're bullying me. You're making exactly. me feel bad. Exactly. Look, mm. one who is habitually cruel, insulting, or threatening to others who are what? So, Dr. Ken, this caller says, according to the textbook definition, that you are weaker smaller and more yes. vulnerable when it comes to me yes, and you made me feel bad because you so he basically or they or she they insulted you while they were trying to yes. and i'm going to use the word that a lot of people use towards my 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 gender and my race and my and my gender you were attacked dr ken yes i was i you feel attacked. attacked that caller attacked because i'm you. weak i'm just weak <laughs> man I'm just, get out of here bully I'm just weak <laughs> I when I was be a bully. Look, look I'd when be I was bullied, up if I were a bully, when I was bullied, I didn't know I was bullied because I didn't really care. Like, why are you acting a fool thinking that I'm going to do something when I'm not even thinking about you? Dr. Ken, this is what kills me. I'm a black woman. 
And I just witnessed a white woman. I didn't witness the act, but I just witnessed the story of where, not the story, but the report. A white woman shot a black woman in front of her four children in this country last week and is released on bond. And I'm a bully. But wait, but Get wait. out of here. Shot her through Get the door. Get out of here. Yes. And is released on bond. And because of people who use those words frivolously on people who look like me, I would have been arrested. Quit doing that. Well, I was a victim, If you're going to use the word bully, if you're going to use the word bully based on the, in this today's generation, this society of where you can pick up the phone and say, hey, this black woman is bullying my child. They, the police come. Ain't no questions. It's handcuffs. I'm locked up. And then in other news, a white woman can kill a black woman in front of her children and be released on bond? Friend, I am not a bully. I'm not racist. I don't have the capacity. I'm not a bully. I don't have the capacity in this country. Don't. So stop it. Use your words with with responsibility before you start calling somebody a bully. Denise. Can we change the topic? Denise. We ain't doing that in the two, three. Just say how you really feel. I'm not doing it. I'm not tolerating it anymore. Because it's easy for people to, to just drop labels and not understand the severity and the consequences of what that means for a black person, especially a black woman in this country. Do not tell me I'm attacking you when I'm merely having a conversation with my brother. It's not a game. Stop hey, it. Third party conversations have gotten people in trouble like everything That's else. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Bullying. Man, get out of here. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Okay, so I skipped what we were talking about. It's over. It's done. Done. As, 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 as they say, done and done. What I do want to do, in all seriousness, is say, because I know I've worked in law enforcement for Full-time, 24 years, part-time, six years. And I want to say um, I've worked with Bell Ambulance off and on. Sometimes fun, sometimes not so fun because, you know, you're dealing with people. And um, many, 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 many times uh, Bell Ambulance were the folks that we called and had to get a private ambulance and doing things and working side-by-side and doing conveyances and all sorts of things and a Milwaukee first responder died on Saturday after being pulled from Lake Michigan at the South Shore Marina. Um, the man was identified as John Swanson, an EMT for Bell Ambulance since 2007, according to Bell Ambulance Facebook account. According to media accounts, Swanson fell from his docked boat and was submerged until pulled from the water by rescuers from Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office as well as Milwaukee police and firefighters. And he died Saturday morning at St. Luke's according to Bell Ambulance. So I want to send my heartfelt condolences to the, to the family of John Swanson and to the family at Bell Ambulance. They've, they've been a, a uh, stalwart supporter of the, of the city and the things they do in the city. They've got some hardworking young men and women. I've seen men and women pass through there, <laughs> all races, all, you know, getting it in, getting the hours, and, and later on becoming 
you know, medical doctors and going to medical school and becoming registered nurses and physician assistants. And then I see them later and they'll come up to me in the hospital. Go, hey, you remember me? I rode along with you and I was new in training. And this was this. We're talking 1990 something. And now there are medical doctors and they're nurses. And I think, you know, to, to have an organization like a bell ambulance in this city to really do uh, and, you know, to help with the training and, and bring about helping first responders of all types, firefighters and police, and they themselves as first responders being there, you know, in the nick of time. Shout out to Bell Ambulance. And I want to offer my condolences as well. Yeah. It's, 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 it's tragic when you hear it. And, you know, water, you know, I, I always tell people nature is so unforgiving. Nature does not take into account human frailty at all or unpredictable yes it is yes it you is. cannot that's one thing that we can't control in life yes it is, is the weather nature is or the climate yes nature is it does what it does you know and and so condolences again uh, 855-616-1620 is the number for the talk and text line that that was, mm, you said Jenna. okay i can't i can't go back to that I mean, I'm, I'm, listen, here's the thing. I, you know, I, angry, here goes the angry black woman. I, I said what I said. I had to speak that because I think what people need to understand, regardless of race, gender, sexual orientation, words have meanings. And as you and I both talked about offline, Dr. Ken, W Good Karma Brands could easily have had a policy regarding zero tolerance of bullying and you know, our owner, Craig, or anyone for that matter, could have came and saw the talk and text line and said, wait a minute, you know, was it Dr. Ken or was Denise bullying somebody? You have to be careful with your choice of words because there are, from your point of view, it's one thing, but make sure that what you're accusing someone of is exactly the, the meaning and they're doing that. And I completely agree. There is no room for bullying. There's no tolerance. There's no room for it, especially with, with children in sports. But when I'm having a friendly, jokingly conversation and you just come in and you're like, that's bullying? I don't, I don't take that lightly. I feel wounded. Because I've seen people... <laughs> I've seen people lose their jobs. I've seen people get arrested for false accusations, yep. including that, because yep. there are policies that are strict enforcers of zero tolerance of that. So just be careful when you use words. It's a trigger for me as a black woman in this country. But that's what we do. It happen over and over again. But, but that's what I we do, it. right? Well, because we, 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 we nitpick get away with it and, they and then that. we throw it out and then we say, look at all the times that person was accused of. Like, well, wait, well, time out. That's, yeah. Anyway, when we come back, I want to talk about the White House. Hosting and celebrating something that is our newest federal holiday. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. I'm giving you a preview, Dr. Ken. Yeah, people with short arms. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm scared of that. Turn the butter. Turn the butter. You never seen a turn the butter dance? Look. And, and then we'll have a stroll competition, see if you can stroll. And, it's on. I can't wait. Can't wait to wait to show you out. Okay. Anyway, yes, the White House. Yes, I'm sorry. We're, I'll bring. Ooh, let's, let's I was about. I was about to. Ooh, I was about to get you, but I'm gonna just. 
right. I'll just come and show up. I'll bring a ladder, get you a step stool. We'll see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Boom. That's cool. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going to break out my, my red leather jacket with the sparkles on it. And the, the White House. Gloves. <laughs> <laughs> the White House the is White planning House. to host its first ever Juneteenth concert in honor and recognition of the newest federal holiday. Why are we having a concert? Uh, okay. Don't get me started, Dr. King. Uh, I don't even know why we proclaim that we're free, but that's a whole nother, like, what, news, we, what freedom are we celebrating? News One can reveal in an exclusive announcement that the Juneteenth concert will be held on the South Lawn of the White House next Tuesday, June 13th. Who are the performing artists? Just curious. It will feature they, an impressive lineup that draws from the very best in arts, which I totally disagree with this. <laughs> Singers, actors, and actresses, hip-hop, and HBCU cultures, and then some. Confirmed appearances will be made by... And I know you'll correct me if I say anything wrong, because, you know, you're of a younger um, <laughs> generation. Audra McDonald, Broadway Inspirational Voices, Method Man, Cliff Smith. Hey. Uh, Coleman you said D- Will Smith? Cliff Smith, Method oh, Man. Oh, I was like, oh. Coleman Domingo, Fist Jubilee Singers. Say no more. Have you heard the Fist Jubilee singers sing before? Amazing. Oh my gosh. Hampton University, University Concert Choir. Whoo, Lord. Jennifer now, Hudson. It's starting to sound pretty good now. Wait Let, a minute. Hold on. Ladisi. Let us see. I know. I always call her Ladisi. And every single millennial, and it's Ladisi. Ladisi. I'm not a millennial. Just I know for, you're not. You're Gen X. Yeah, just cross Borderline. you out. Just cross you out. <laughs> we are we are the step children of the generation. Yes, you are. Morgan State University kids. Marching Band, the magnificent hey. marching machine. Nico Anan, Patina Miller, Step Africa, Tennessee State University Marching hey. Band, Aristocrat Band. Grammy award winning. I don't, I don't even need to see Grammy award winning Tennessee TV. State University. I'm gonna see them and then I'm out. Uh, the president's own United States Marine Band. Really. It's gonna go from hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) 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 And then everybody is gonna be like, "Oh wait a minute, my phone just rang. I'm leaving. I gotta go." Right. No, we we we. we I say that jokingly. I've I've heard the Marine Corps band, and they are a phenomenal band. And um, I've seen some renditions of some. Some well-known um, American songs, and they do a phenomenal job. I was going to say a yeoman's job, but then that would have been the Navy. Then they would have got mad at me. It would have just went downhill from there. You know that I, I have the utmost respect for our military Absolutely. in this country. Absolutely. Um, and, and I know a lot of people are saying, Denise, how could you say that after you said <laughs> freedom? How are we free? In the sense of we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that's what I mean. Because the 13th, or excuse me, the Emancipation Proclamation, which was authored and, for lack of better words, approved, what was that, 1863, 1862? Mm-hmm. 63. Galveston, Texas was the first to inform black enslaved well the last people the last excuse me the last in 1865 which then resulted in the first 
unofficial in terms of federal holiday celebration of Juneteenth. Um, There are still several states in this country that do not recognize Juneteenth as a legal holiday. It is a federal holiday, but there are still, I believe, 20 to 23 states in this country, which is almost 50 percent. Half of this country does not recognize or celebrate Juneteenth as a holiday. Wisconsin is not one of those states. Thank goodness. But when I ask about are we free as black Americans, formal human trafficked, kidnapped, raped, family divided individuals that are in a country where the Declaration of Independence, which is basically what Juneteenth is saying, Juneteenth is saying that we are celebrating our independence from being enslaved people. When I look at the Declaration of Independence that starts off with, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. There is a huge gap, even in 2023, as it relates to black Americans. So now that was the op-ed version, but DT, I'm going to sleep in that morning. <laughs> wow. Black, don't ask black people to do anything on Juneteenth, wow. okay? What you mean, wow? Because it's a federal holiday. It's for everybody. I, I, I'm speaking on my, for me, don't ask me to do anything on Juneteenth. Um, but I will be, you and I will be, I'm doing the air quotes working because the truth will be part of the Milwaukee Juneteenth celebration. That is correct. So if you want to take part in that, we'll be there. Yep. I think people And get I am hiring up. security. No, I, think, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I will be wearing my bulletproof vest and, and hiring and security. I think people get the Declaration of Independence confused with the Constitution. They do. Declaration of Independence is not a legal document, by the way. It is not a legal document, but it was the Declaration of Independence from the British government. And when you look at other cultures and and countries and communities that celebrate independence, such as Cinco de Mayo, which is not celebrated traditionally in the Mexican community, but more in the Latino community. So we got got to do better in understanding the history. are we really free as black Americans as we celebrate Juneteenth mm. in this country? That's the only question I'm asking, Dr. Ken. That's all I'm asking. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't erase that from my brain. It's like, (laughs) it's like, uh, somebody ever do something to you and then it like got seared into your brain and then you can't get rid of it and it's just. This is, look, we get better as we get older. Look, look. Somebody just said that to me on my Instagram direct message. And I was like, burn that. That is, look, so there is a local in Evansville, Indiana, where I'm from. There's a local newspaper, black newspaper, and they would feature the black graduates every year that graduated from high school. Wow. (laughs) This is 94. That was 1994. Wow. See? I'm not touching it. There is hope in getting older. You are I'm not living... touching that. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> I told them to burn that picture right now. They were like, no, I'm using it for collateral. <laughs> collateral damage. I just lost Woo. sight in my left eye. I, I, it's bad, <laughs> I know. I'm with you. You know, it's, it's funny. B- b- before the break, we were talking about America and Juneteenth. And I'm reading the, the grievances that are listed in the Declaration of Independence. And when it really gets into what, what the king of Great Britain has, had done and becoming a, 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 a establishing absolute tyranny over the United States, refusing his assent to laws, uh, the most wholesome and necessary for public good, forbidding his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. Like In other words, you can't do nothing unless you ask me first. You know, all the things, dissolve the, the representative houses, um, obstructed the administration of justice, uh, made judges dependent on his will. Sounds, sounds like today. Um Military and just all all the things that they did cut off trade. It's it's amazing that we how how fast what 200 some odd years we didn't forgot what that document meant. Oh, yeah. And it's so significant. And one of the other points that I want to add to your great points is by declaring. And and these were the at the time, the the colonists declaring themselves as an independent nation. One of the reasons why the dollar bill has the phrase, in God we trust, was, to your point, a deliberate communication to say, we do not answer, report to, or honor the British monarchy, i.e. the king. Right. We trust in God. That is our king. And we hold these truths to be self-evident. So we're standing here as independent individuals based on what the king, which is God in our eyes, told us. Because that's one of the reasons why, excuse me, when they kidnapped the Africans and enslaved them, they were not allowed to be Christians because then that would have regarded them as human. So enslaved people were... And equal. And equal. And thus, in 2023, almost 450 years later, I ask, are we free? As we celebrate Juneteenth. But one of the first things they want to get rid of is, um, and this is, this is me speaking for me, that Christianity is now the most persecuted um, religion in the world. How mm-hmm. we talk about America being founded on it and everything I watch people do is to dismantle it and destroy it and tear it down. There was a guy arrested at a pride event for saying Bible verses. And that's all he was doing. And so he was subsequently arrested because the police got tired of him. We gave him warnings and now he's a stop, right? They arrest him. What the police didn't know is that there was a video of the instance where the guy wasn't fighting anybody. He wasn't screaming anything. He was reciting a Bible verse from the Christian Bible. But yet the report the police officer wrote was nowhere near mm-hmm. what the person actually did. 
So my question was, so did the cop lie? Was it bias? What what was that when this person was in public and the police is basically telling him that you don't have a right to say those things. Those things are mean and hurtful or whatever. Huh? How was it unlawful for me to speak in public? And the Supreme Court has already said I wasn't hollering fire in a crowded theater. I didn't. So what 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 exactly was illegal about me Dr. Kidd, disagreeing with how, something? How dare you question? Don't you know that the Bible, there are so many verses in the Bible that allow human beings to persecute those that are within the LGBTQIA plus community. Don't you know that there are Bible verses as Christians that say that there should be segregation because of someone's color? Don't you know that, Dr. Ken? Wow. How dare you question? How are you? Dr. Ken, don't you know that I have the right as a Christian because I am God too, by the way, to judge you and tell you because, of course, I'm perfect and I don't have any faults that you are going to burn in hell because of your identity. How dare you, Dr. Ken? But it's funny. That's not what he even said. I'm just. But the, but the officer said, let them have their day. Okay. But what you can't do is arrest me for speaking my mind. And I find that interesting because they had video and later the guy got released and not charged. Because even the district attorney said, "What are we doing? This no, we I'll can't start do this." Judging, I'll start judging people on making mistakes when I stop making them. You'll have to explain that when we come back. Okay. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. This is the truth on WTMJ. Uh oh. They're playing some Denise Thomas music. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, I am going to be happy in about 20 minutes when I jump in this bed because if you do not already tune in to our sister station, The Truth 1017 FM, I co host with Emmy Award winning Telly Hughes. Truth be told, with DT and Telly every weekday morning on our sister station, 101.7 FM, The Truth. And then you can continue to listen. And when you get to 4 o'clock, you got Dr. Ken in the afternoons from 4 to 6 p.m. every weekday. So needless to say, since I'll have to get up. It's a party. Early in the morning. Make sure y'all have a great way to start your morning off. I will be getting in the bed as soon as we finish. Of course, I'm going to brush my teeth, y'all. I mean, I do practice hygiene. But I'm going to go in the <laughs> but I am going to retire, as they say. <laughs> Speaking of Britain, as they say in the United Kingdom, I am going to retire ooh, for the evening. Ooh, 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 ooh! What? Question, what question. Yes. More so, a comment. I okay. took your advice. Please get this on record, Evan. But go ahead. And I listened to the book. And I know you're going to go off, and we only got two minutes before the next break, so I'm going to let you go off for two minutes. Spare. <laughs> the book Spare. Oh, oh, Prince I, Harry. Th- all the questions that I had about the 
the the is he really telling the truth and is she really telling the truth and is he really telling the truth and is he and you listen to the book and he not only says what happens he gives you the instance the story the people's oh, names yes. it was the times the dates all. the and and i'm waiting on somebody to come behind him and go that's not true and i haven't heard it yet well because then that would be entertaining he will get no response from wow. the british monarchy the royal family he will get no response so i'm i'm divided because on one hand i have to remind myself that he lost his mother right. through a violent act at the age of 12 years old. Yep. He was raised by his grandmother and his grandfather and his father, who happened to be the Queen of England. The King of England and the Prince. Well, at the time, the Prince of Edinburgh, the Queen right. of England. And then his father, to your point, being heir to the throne. Right. And you know what? One of the things that I have to remind myself is that I cannot think like a, as they say, the commoner, because that's a whole different lifestyle that unless right. you've lived it, you'll never know. Yeah. On the other hand, there are all rules to being a part of that family. Correct. And I, I strongly believe, and this is just me, Dr. Ken, Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, had every bit of influence in convincing him to write that tell-all. No one in 130 years of the British royal family has went on trial and sued the British tabloids, which, by the way, they have a partnership. But again, yep. we, could, we could talk about, you know how I am with my, with my British royal family. But did he win? Uh, to be determined. Okay. He, he testified to be determined. I know they won one, but then there's another one that he had because they yeah, won the one against the um, Rupert Murdoch. All I'm saying right. is that he he is whoo, he barking up the wrong tree. I don't know, but we'll have to talk about that when we come back. The truth on TMJ, Denise Thomas. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. Old National Bank talking text line is eight five five six one six one six twenty. Old National Bank, get old. But when you think about it, think about Denise. <laughs> Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. For the record, I hate that song. I love it, Evan. So fresh and so clean, clean. (laughs) It sounds like a detergent commercial. So fresh, I'm sure sure somebody will use it. Outcast, get your checks. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. Oh my goodness! No, as I was saying, I just you know I'm all about what's what's in, what goes on in the family should stay in the family, but I also realize that yeah, Prince but when you Harry, do stuff to my wife like that, come on now. Well, and that's the thing. I think this was more about number one. It was very therapeutic for him because he has been dealing with grieving in in a way that. You know, the British, they don't they don't grieve in public. They don't right. barely laugh, smile, you know, any of that. Because Queen Elizabeth used to always get criticized for not showing emotion. But that was just part of the role. Now, on the flip side, there were some things. There were a lot of things that he put in that book. And I was just like, bro. Like, like what? You know, when he would talk about, um, you know, like, for example, when him and Prince William got into a physical altercation right he was going to detail i mean like was anybody shocked at that no i was like all siblings fight right 
we all fight. All right. But when but when people at the at the we all fight our siblings. I should say. Let me clarify because Lord knows I won't be called a bully. When the when when the admin when the administrators of where you live and work start questioning what are your children going to look like, I'm done. But Dr. Ken, we I'm do not. that in our in the black community. We've been doing that. I remember it'd be we like, okay, got, look at the back of the ear. We got our own <laughs> secrets and ways of doing stuff and passing certain tests that ain't nobody else's business. She knew what but she was you, marrying into. Did she really? Diana yes. didn't know. I'm sure Camilla didn't know. What's what's the but other? But we're one? talking about we're uh, talking about now. The, the, Fergie, Fergie bro- Sarah Ferguson. Fergie? We ain't heard. We're talking from about her. Meghan Markle. Yeah, I know. We're talking about like 30 years later, 40 years later. What do you mean? She knew. Well, and she was already used to being treated like a queen, so I don't understand what the problem was. Because this is the first time I've ever heard her even say she's black. <laughs> I was like, oh, you black now? Oh, okay. Because nobody knew. And, it by, and for the record. If you've seen her children, those children will never, ever, ever, unless th- those children that are known to be Meghan Markle's son, you, you can't look at those kids, They're, which are beautiful, by the way. Her children are beautiful. Her and Prince Harry kids. They do not. You're not going to look at those kids and be like, oh, those are two black kids. <laughs> Promise on. you. Well, Promise remember, you. they're two-thirds white, though. Well, and I'm just saying. Because mom is mixed, and then you have... That's weird. My phone Prince Harry. Prince Harry. God bless him. I and I hate to say this. This is what I think is going to happen. Well, then don't say based it. On, okay. Well, then I won't say it. You're right. Okay. Five. We got to do better. If four. we if we're going to preface a statement <laughs> with hate to say it, then that means we should. You're right, Doctor Ken. Thank you for that lesson. Five, See, I'm teachable. Four. He's going to call me no bully. That's what you're three, not going to do. <laughs> two. One. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, I can say it now. <sighs> I think the marriage is going to end in the next two years. And I think Prince Harry is going to move back. To really? Buckingham. You think yeah. so? I don't think so. I do. I don't think so. Why? Because there's too much money in. There's too much money in not doing it. I mean, they're getting paid crazy to talk and speak and be on shows and come on now, write books. I don't think I'm, money drives Prince Harry though, because at the end of the day, he's he's a he's a royal family member, so money will never. Yeah, but he's be, cut off. He's cut off. He's not getting. He's any not money. cut off. Okay, let me be clear. That's what. See, that's that's the thing. Like the firm, tr- Prince Andrew who was part of the Mike Epstein investigation, who was removed from his senior royal family duties. Not, not, not Mike will Epstein. Never, will never work a day in his life, and neither will Prince Harry. But, Any one of the Windsor family will never work a day, because they don't have to, because they got money. Mm. Meghan may not, but Prince Harry will always be taken care of. Yeah, that's true. Trust and believe. See, I'm see, pr- trust and believe. If you marry this black woman, I'll be quiet. You won't have no problems for me. My black people will hate me because I will understand the assignment. You'll also disappear and be on safaris in Africa and all kind of places. Holla at your girl, Prince Harry. I wow. will uh, I will follow the rules. You know, of Megan might have something to say about that. I don't care. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. <laughs>
Denise Thomas, I'm Dr. Ken Harris. God bless. Take care. Evan, appreciate you. Love y'all. Love you, love you, love you. Mr. Kane. Make it a great week. Love you.